From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul Agents led by Son of Call Oh Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies Supergirl just flew on by We're chillin' watching Netflix How much time's gone by We're talking TV From Suits to Supernatural Talking TV Blacklist and the Rebels Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black True Detective Bombed at Second Crack The Walking Dead Arrow and the Flash Get in a geek. We're talking DC TV. It's week number 20 of the Arrowverse. We're getting there. We're getting there. Slowly but surely. (laughs) My name is Mitch. Joining me for DC TV, as always, Terry. Hello. What's happening? Not much. Not much. What's more, Legends? So you're always happy if Legends are involved. I I am, and I'm always happy when they throw out um, a reference to another TV show that I really enjoy. Right. I mean, we won't get to it just yet, but have we got any more Doctor Who references coming up this week? Um, Sadly, no. Okay, right. There's something else in there. There is something else. All right. I look forward to that because I definitely didn't pick it up. It's not in my notes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, well, I think, what is this? Like the third or fourth last episode of of Legends. So we're winding down, and then we get. 18 episodes. Right. Third last. Wow. Okay. I guess it really feels like that too. It's starting to get there. And then we have to start talking about Supergirl again. So you'd be happy oh, about that, Terry. Oh, oh my. You'd be so happy. so happy. Yay. <laughs> okay. So we're talking legends. <laughs> Terry, this is your bag. So I'll let, uh, I'll let you take off. But overall, I think this is a pretty, this is a, this is a pretty good episode of Legends. It was a pretty good episode of Legends. I thought... um. So we talked last week about Sarah and how sad she was that she had to break up with Avery, even though she's been the happiest. And and you were sort of speculating on on you know where that would go and what's that leading to. Well, I think obviously the fact that Ava's been missing for a few days that breakup led into you know why they would go searching for her, and then finding the information that they did yeah. about her. So, so what was it? I reckon three weeks ago, maybe f- oh, within the last three or four episodes of Legends, and we had Rip right at the end of that episode yeah. tell Gideon, Gideon, and the Wave Rider, "Hey, maybe delete these files." Sarah about can Ava. never know she the can truth. Never know who she is. It didn't take long. <laughs> no, it didn't. Not at all. But we started speculating. So, what could she? What, what could it possibly mean? Mm. What could it possibly mean? Did you expect a town full of? F- no. <laughs> For me, this seems like one of the strangest payoffs to that kind of setup. And by the end of this episode, it's like, say so, so you're a clone. Anyway, we move on. What? <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like it's going to go beyond this episode. So it just seems like, again, I, mean, I know you have different writers every episode or every couple of episodes and different directors. You might have maybe sometimes three or four per season, depending on what kind of show, upwards of more. But you've got the same showrunner. And they would have their creative team. You might have your bunch of writers, even though they don't all write every episode together. But they would have a, a rough idea of where this season's like going to go. Or a, something. Sure. Yeah. Well, you know, and and fair enough. Those who would think that this show sometimes lacks that, but there would be a, a creative plan for what they want to happen in this season. That's obviously the the, the the main part. Then you've got little things underneath it. One of those things would be Ava, and the fact that at the end of the episode, just as a little cliffhanger. And I know haters of these sort of shows say 
They all have cliffhangers. They all end in a way you can't just close a story. You have to open up a new one and mm-hmm. leave you asking questions. And for better or worse, that's what they do. It was an interesting question on Ava a few weeks ago because up until that, it was like, she is what she is. Whether you think she's important, whether you love her or hate her, that's what she is. Until Rip said, she can never know what Ava is. You're like, wait, I didn't think Ava was important enough to have some yeah. kind of weird backstory. And then she's a clone from the future and she doesn't know it. Like, it just yeah. seemed like such a weird f-ing payoff. I don't Do you know, know what just popped into my head? Ada from yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Are they, like, are they just copying TV shows now? Well, I mean, maybe. that With that the name thing, though, when they went to the future and then they find out it's like the Ava Corporation. So, what, Does Rip? Does stand for something? Yeah, it was, um like, automated. So there, there was a... It did... Did have a meaning. I, I wish I would have written it down. Same. Um, <laughs> but what Rip brings her back from the future and hides her future from her, obviously it mind wipes her, gives her a false identity and a false history, hires actors to play her parents, blah blah blah, but doesn't change her name. Mm. Anything else could have yeah. called her anything else, but calls her the exact name that they give to her in the future. Now, when I think about the creative planning. Ava seemed to work so well for what they ended up, A, V, and A stood for in the end. Did that? Did, did, did they know that well in advance? So when they name this character in episode one, they go, oh, Ava. Or does someone just sit down and go, in this episode, and go, oh, that kind of works. Mm. You know, it's not like it's a Maya and they have to come up with something really specific. Ava works. It's just a matter of convenience. Um, but, yeah, I just found that. That, that a little strange with the name, but even on the parents thing, it's like if the parents are such like a flight risk where you can go and visit the parents and they just have to bullshit their way through any visit from their fake robot daughter from the future yeah. or any of her fake friends that she's made in the meantime, why not give her a past where her parents have already died? Yeah. Or she was adopted or something or she doesn't know her birth parents or something like <laughs> it's it like Rip's creating, he's creating complications for yeah. himself. But I mean, that was the part of this story that I didn't like. And I know that had a lot to do with it. And it wasn't until they revealed that she was this clone. And I'm like, I, Ava. And I start thinking about the Asimov and book and Will Smith movie, I, Robot. I'm like, oh, I wish I would have maybe thought about that before I pressed play. I might have picked the, the twist. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't. And the idea that there are different type of bots in the future. Very weird that they go, just don't go to 2213 or whatever it was. It was mm. like that one particular year. And I'm like, what? They were a big thing for 12 months and then they and then went they off the died. shelves? Yeah. When you block the entire like 50-year history? Yeah. That, I, I don't know. That, that's, that's, that's That's nitpicking there, really. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, don't nitpick my show. No, I won't try not to. <laughs> there were little things like along the way that I, I really dug, and as much as I know we've had problems with uh, with Damien Dark, you know, I liked him in this episode. So did I. It was a bit of fun. Like we've had Nora, what two weeks ago? Well, she didn't really question her allegiance. There were just moments where she got really frustrated with her old man, or three weeks ago, whenever it was. Had uh, had some real issues with the way that her old man was doing things, and we were like, hang on. Is she maybe going to come to her side? Yeah. And work against her old man. In this, her old man's the one getting frustrated with her. And then at the end, she comes back and maybe a little bit of malice coming through her saying, how dare you try and deceive malice? And and he's just unleashing all of these frustrations that he had. And I I really liked that little D&M session that they were having. That was that was actually kind of fun. That played up to the hamminess that I really love about Damien mm. Dark. And was it Ray again that got... Oh no, um, Nate. No, it, was it was Nate. Nate. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And was it Nate that said they're in a safe space? 
Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. It was, yeah, I, I actually quite liked that. I, as much as I'm kind of over the, the, the Damien storyline, mm. the last couple of weeks with him have been kind of a yeah. fun. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's been able to show not just evil Damien. He's been able to show you that he does actually, you know, care and, um, yeah, have a bit more range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even that one line where he's like, oh, sure, I wanted to burn the world down and rebuild up my image, but I didn't want to lose the person I was building it for. You know, and Nate just like, yeah, buddy, yeah, keep talking, man. It's just distraction, distraction. Like, that was kind of fun. And and so I like those little moments. For, the, for me, this felt like the best kind of Legends episode um, in the sense that there was comedy in there that maybe, you know, general watchers might not really like, but it wasn't... It wasn't the sort of humor where that the Legends does tend to dive into a lot where it really tries to be funny because it's a funny scene and mm. it's just like, this is so lame. Oh, sure. Or yeah. try and be really dramatic and we're not this type of show, but we'll show you that we can be. And they sort of fail too. It was just a really nice mix of what this show has proven to be its best qualities. So I, I don't know. I, re- I really like whoever wrote this and directed it and however this has been put together, as much as we're questioning the certain creative control, just... The levels of yeah drama to action to comedy, I think this is how Legends works best. Yep. Much as I have a problem with the whole payoff of the Ava storyline, the part of it that we got in this episode, most of it at least, I think works really well. This is the best type of Legends episode for me. Yeah. This is maybe the sort of show that you've always told me that it is. Maybe it is. Maybe you're onto something. <laughs> maybe you're right. <laughs> um, now, we have, or ever since the introduction of Kawasa, we've always been wondering... Where's her totem? Why yeah, because everyone she... like wears it on their necks, right? Yeah, exactly. And she just she turns into water whenever she feels like it, yeah. but we can't see anything. Well, didn't we get a bit of a surprise? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she did. How did it get inside of her in the first place? I don't know. Maybe just maybe it's literally just the idea of the water totem. It's like because that would be kind. Of, I don't know. Because how else would it would the, yeah it would like dissolve itself? But so it was it was kind of a cool little payoff that it yeah it's it's yeah it's inside it's her. Pretty full on how. It well, was okay. removed from her yeah. body, though. Yeah. yeah. I can never get past it. I, I, you know, I'm watching The Gifted as well uh, with Maddie, and we do our chats here and get a geek about it. And, and uh, speaking of X-Men, also in the X-Men movies, where I know we're, we mentioned last week telekinesis, but the, their magnetic powers and like them drawing metal out of people's bodies. You know, yeah. In the X-Men movie, a Magneto took tiny fragments of iron that was in someone's bloodstream and ripped it out of their body. And uh, in the Gifted show, this guy had like metal screws in his leg from football injuries or something in his high school days. And he told the mutant that he was working with who needed metal to get out of whatever they were in, take the screw out of my leg. Oh my God. And then she's like, okay, no worries. And he sat there prepping himself and all of a sudden, screws are literally being ripped from his bone and his leg and he is screaming blue murder. But it's like, that's kind of horrific but and cool at the same time and very cool and same with this like she turns to water and then you see the stone be pulled from her body and then it comes back and she's got this f***ing hole in her chest it's yeah. like yeah man like that's I don't know did, did she win you over enough in this episode for you to feel something for her no when she died no no <laughs> no fair enough she she's, was still water bitch yeah she was still water bitch and water bitch has been water bitch for too long that yeah, she's been, I think, annoying for long enough, at least with Nora, who we were questioning and should we feel something for a couple of weeks ago. She hasn't been around that long, so I think, yeah. and she's been so up and she's been like flat out evil, and then she's been kind of sympathetic, and then she's been in the middle somewhere, whereas Water Bitch has been Water Bitch for so long, and all of a sudden it's like, hey man, I'm all about family. 
Mm. And I guess that was and their... it was bullshit anyway. Yeah, yeah, she's a lying bitch. But then it's there to set up Amaya, and Amaya's like, "Bugger it, I'm going back." Come the end of the episode, I'm going back to the '90s when my village is burnt down. And I'm going to save my family. That though is that is that purely a reaction to the way that she felt about Kawasa, or do you think that plays into Malice's grand scheme somehow? Like, has he did he have something to do with that village burning down back then because of his obsession with the totems? Like, is her going back there exactly what he wants, or is it just going to? I think it's just a pure coincidence yeah. because. Kawasa died and she feels responsible to some degree mm. for that. Mm. Yeah. And I think the more this goes on, like I gave up on it as soon as anyone on the show actually referenced it, but the idea that Kawasa wanted to kill Nate because if she, if Amaya stays in love with Nate, she'll never marry who she was intended to marry and yep. therefore Kawasa and you know her, her mother and then her descendants will never be born either. And I remember my theory early on was that Nate is that grandfather mm. and that he will just go back to 1932 with her and they will live on, although Kawasa doesn't seem to recognize Nate as her grandfather. So yeah. that's sort of pissed on that little theory. I'm not as good as Ben, who comes up with a prediction and f***ing nails it, and so do you. So I'm zero from about 30 so far. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, because it, she, she was probably the main one out of the entire team that knew that she could not go back and do that. Even though she's new to time travel, she was like, I know that I I can't do this. Once she found out yep. that happened, she's like, I guess I can never play with history, but not the case anymore. I don't know. But don't they all do that? You know, for a while they're, they're a like, yeah, we're going to play it by the rules. And then they're like, screw it. Let's do what we want. Yeah. We can. Yeah. They kind of all do that. Yeah, and is and, and what have we got now after this? Two episodes left of Legends. Two episodes. I really yeah. don't feel like this is the moment to make those kind of stupid decisions because then what, they have to save you or do they have to fix the situation? Well, then again, that might be for everybody else in the show, but Amaya, she's going back to exactly where she needs to get to. Is this done for Amaya now? Like, is she going back to 1992 and then like, you know what, now I'm back in time anyway. Like, I need to go back to my real time and... I don't know. Like, I mean, I want to say that she, she's immune to death on this stage at this point because her ancestors, because her descendants are alive. So there's no way they're going to kill her off because that's yeah. going to that's going to kill the modern day vixen. And they're not going to do it, even though we never see her. That's not gonna that's not going to happen. But yeah, I just feel like two episodes to go. Like you've got to fight so this frigging demon. Feels invincible. Well, I just mean as as like, a character sure. on the show. Maybe she does. Yeah. But I think more so from a show point is that we shouldn't be too worried about Amaya in any given situation because they're not going to destroy, you know, Zambazi history for the last 80 years. But maybe they do. I just feel with two episodes to go, it might be a step too far even for this. But then again, they had dinosaurs in the last season too. The f*** knows what they're going to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, one other little tiny bit that, uh, that I did really like, and you might not even remember it, but... When Ray and everyone started to be hounded on by those clones and he just decides to make a little quip and he goes like, oh, this is the second worst attack of the clones I've ever seen. I'm like, hey! Oh, see, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. I picked up on Clone Club. Oh. Which is from Orphan Black. Oh, really? So I like yes. Orphan Black. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, because they call themselves Clone Club. Yeah, okay. And I can't remember who even said that. I don't know if it was Nate or... Um, 
Ray. Mm. Yeah, one of them said Clone Club, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Alpha Black. I just love the idea of that. Oh, he's such a geek. He's in the future. He's going to get killed by these robots or these clones, and he's still like, nah, this still isn't as bad as the Star Wars prequel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather die than watch that second movie again. So, <laughs> but you know, hey, don't we all? Um, no, that's not true. Well, um, should we go to Arrow? You love it, don't you? You just desperate to get to Arrow. Let's do Arrow. I just want to get it over. All right. Um, I don't really know how to say this properly, even though they said it a couple of times in the episode. The Thanatos, mm. Thanatos. I don't know whether the H is silent. Uh, Guild. But uh, yeah, payoff from the, a couple of weeks ago. That cliffhanger before it went on its second hiatus. What of, was the cliffhanger? Uh, the fact that, well, I mean, when I say cliffhanger, really, like I'm probably giving it more credit. But when we had that member of the League of Shadows rock up and they were uh, oh, across from the roof, yeah, that's right. And they said, yep. yeah, the 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 offspring the or the spawn, or the heir of yep. Rayshar Ghul, um, yes. talking about Thea, of course. That's so, right. and of course, right at the beginning, flashback, JV. Oh, I yeah. was happy with just that. It was downhill after that, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it was good too. Like it. it it's not one of those flashbacks where they take a scene that they have definitely shot and aired in a previous episode, but then bring the actors back in to fill that episode to better support the current story. That scene was exactly how it was at the end of you know season two or three, whenever it was yeah. uh, it was in. So I yeah I, I liked that it it fit really well uh, to help set up this episode. But for me, this episode really just was all filler. Like for I, I don't I don't feel the need. For the League of Assassins, maybe not ever, but certainly not at the moment. Like when they showed up at the end of last episode, it was like, oh, f- really? Like that? Mm. It just seemed like such a left field inclusion to whatever the hell was going on with this show. Um, I and I know that it sets up something to do with Thea at the end. She goes off to you know Malcolm's map, finding three other Lazarus Lazarus pits. pits. So does that mean though, like if they've found these pits, does that mean Malcolm could? could come back yeah possibly i'm just putting it out there to the universe that malcolm merlin comes back (laughs) yeah well i mean he should be in several pieces all over that island before the island blew up well hey look in heroes peter was blown into different pieces and he still came back so there's there's always there's always a chance and speaking of coming back jb is coming back to brisbane for supernova in november i saw that so excited i thought that was like a big tease that they just that was part of their hero image to go hey this is the new supernova facebook page or something i'm like don't don't show off who you've had give (laughs) i'm always sick of that i'm like i get i get what i missed out on in sydney i don't care but no he's actually coming back he's coming back yes I've got to get back. It's been a few years since I've been to Supernova, and I think, well, you, I mean, you met him last time, so. I did. And I made him a present as well. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. I made him a Doctor Who inspired hand fast for him and his husband, if they ever decide to, because they're they're married, but they only had like a civil ceremony. Right. So they haven't had a a wedding wedding. Yep. So if if they want a wedding, they can use that. How much will you freak out if you like see some, you know, photos? In some magazine one day, and they have got married, and he's that. I mean, they've they've got that in use somehow. <laughs> like that'll be it for you. I would die. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be your hero image yeah. on your website for your yeah. business. Go if it's good enough for JB, yeah. you need to buy some of this shit. Exactly. <laughs> and I'd say then you'd start shipping international, but you're already doing. I already that. do. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Exactly. Very um, cool. There really wasn't much else 
to talk about, was there? Yeah, yeah, it was a weird it was a weird episode. I just think the whole legends thing really put me off and only come the end of the episode or nearing the end I thought, is Thea going to die? Is this her farewell to the show because it's bringing back the Malcolm stuff. It's bringing back the legends. Is she going to close the Malcolm chapter and her chapter by doing away with the League of Assassins for good? Yeah. She's had that final hero moment, don the suit again sort of thing. Is this going to be it? And then it really wasn't. She set off onto her own mission. And, you know, Roy, um, I mean, spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't already know about uh, his future in the show, but I think he's coming back to some extent in season oh, seven, it? like a good season. Well, I, I've only heard, I mean, we haven't Don't watched. Don't tell Ben, you'll be in trouble. That's true. That. Yeah, God forbid he listens to this podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was hoping this episode would also be like Roy's return and then Thea leaves and he goes with her. And I'm like, oh, it's a bit like, to a far lesser extent, I'll be honest, but when... Manu Bennett comes back in as Deathstroke, and I'm like, Are you gonna, is this going to be a regular thing? But he sort of comes in and goes, hey, I'll see you in a season and a half, and yeah. ducks off again. I feel like Roy might be missing in action for a little while as well. I mean, he obviously hasn't been in it for a, a couple of years. Thea's only got, you know, a 13, 16 episode contract. I think it was 12. 12, something. wow, yeah, per season. So yeah. she may have done away with her time. Maybe she'll be back come the, uh, the end of the season. I don't know. But it was just such a weird filler episode because it, the whole League of Assassins thing, at least from what we know so far... This doesn't make any difference or help us in the Diaz storyline. Yeah, not even a little bit. No. Unless they're going to ultimately recruit them to help them. Yeah. But the League of Assassins, which is Nissa's heritage, well, heritage, that's not the right word, is separate to this, what do they call themselves? The Shadow... The Thanatos Guild. Yeah, yeah, that's totally separate. Mm. I don't know. I have. But one, I do have a question. Um, as Thea and Roy were leaving in the car, they sort of panned in on the, the the license plate of the car. Yeah, yeah. And it said Land of Mist. Oh. Does that mean something? I'm sure it does to the DC sweaties out there, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I wish I did know. I wish I was one of you guys, but no, I don't. I'm sure it does. Like that, that seems like too strange of a... Of a detail to yeah, be random. Yeah, to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll find out. I mean, they'll they'll spoon feed us that reference in a couple of episodes. Because the Central City... Where do they live? Is it Central City? Star, Star City. City. Yeah. I'm so confused. That's never been referred to as the Land of Mist. Like Chicago's, yeah. the Windy City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is not Star City, the Land of Mist. And if it was, I mean, they changed it from Starling City to Star City. If your tagline was the Land of Mist, you'd be changing that shit. Like, yeah. The sh- like, really? The, the city is dark enough because of all the crime? You don't need to be going, it's a very misty city. <laughs> like, it sounds dangerous as shit. Why anyone still lives there? It's the Gotham of this world without Gotham being attached. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I think where I did like this episode was, was Roy being involved, but in saying that, he was getting around in, like, a hoodie and, you know, a baseball cap and that because it's like, well, Thea's got your costume on. She's re-sewn it to fit her frame rather than yours. And even if he would have fit him before she did that, he stocked up a bit. So he's got nothing to wear. And obviously, they don't have a Cisco around that can just whip up a, a uniform in eight minutes. So I, I liked having him around, but it was like he was literally had just rocked up while they were leaving for a mission. He's like, yeah, sure, I've got nothing to do. I'll come with you. So, yeah, what I... What I expected out of this episode as it went along certainly didn't happen. It wasn't Roy sticking around, and it wasn't Thea dying, but at least maybe... Well, no, we don't even get rid of the League now, because they're going to go off and find these other Lazarus pits, which 
again makes this show a little bit more supernatural. You know, whenever yeah. I think they're getting away from and it, why? they bring it back. Yeah. Why, what are they setting up? Yeah. Because, yeah, they can't just put that in there and then ignore it. Well, I suppose they can. They did that with, um, what's his face? Um, the Vigilante. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and they just pepper set it that up in. And then they ignored it. Oh, we'll pay it off in a year. What, what's, yeah. what's the answer? Oh, we don't know. Someone else will figure that out. Is yeah. it going to be really anticlimactic? Oh, f yeah. <laughs> what a load of shit. But you're right. I reckon that Lazarus pit, because we're only, what, seven episodes until the end of the season. That might not that might not even come into it until next season. I think by this stage of the of their run in season six, they knew they were coming back for season seven. Yeah. So that just might be a little tease to next year. What are we gonna do with it? We don't know. Maybe Oliver dies. Well. They've threatened that before. Last time we had Rachel Ghoul on the show, so Yeah. Who knows? Not for long, probably. I can't believe the amount of people that bought that last time. He oh. fell off that cliff and was like, How are they gonna keep making Arrow without all the Queen? I'm like, He's probably alive. But he died. You're an idiot. Have you watched one of these shows before? <laughs> this episode, though, and it, it, this could be our segue into the best and worst. I don't know if I have necessarily a best because um, I've just fallen away from remembering the last yeah. couple of weeks, but whatever. Yeah. This definitely did have the worst moment of, uh, of both shows that we've been talking about. And as much as I love about this whole episode, you got Thea. She's you know she's out there. She's leading the charge of this particular fight because she's the one that the assassins want. You know, yep. and that our guys want to protect. She has a fight with the leader, whatever her name was, of the assassins, and Thea stabs her. Nisa then pops up and is like, "Hey, you know, well done." You know, has a little conversation. They're literally standing over the League of Assassins chick, like you and I, two meters apart at the moment. They were closer than that, and the woman was at their feet. And they went, oh, thank God, that's all over. They looked down. And she is gone. gone. And she, I'm like, she crawled. off. <laughs> I know she's a ninja, but she was literally between your legs. Yeah. I, I actually, and you're a, a very heavily trained something ninja, Thea, because yeah. you were trained by Rachel Gould. They both are. Yeah, and Nisa, she she is the daughter of... I mean, they both are technically of different races, but oh my Christ, I know she's amazing, but it's not like they knocked her out and then walked across the room to have a yeah. conversation and they look back and they're like, I thought she was dead. Turns out she's not. Oh, well, let's but not run after her. She must have committed, like... Uh, there's no spoke bomb involved. Imagine she, she would have done... Poof, and they're like, what's that? Oh, there she is, standing there. Like, she's lit... Oh, whatever. That was such a dumb moment. And I'm like... <laughs> On some levels, I respect you for doing it because of its insanity that you thought, yeah, this will work. And I don't even know if that's bad editing. Maybe they did walk away, but the way that they cut it makes them look like they just stood still. Whatever. Whatever, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we get into uh, the scores, which it's really yes. only a, a one-two this week. And, and for me, I think it's a, it's it's very close because Legends, while I did think it was a good Legends episode, the cloning thing just again seemed like such a pa a weird payoff to the mystery of Ava, and there were some good lines in there, and and I really did like what they did with Damien Dark mm. compared to what we've uh, had uh, with him for the last four or five weeks. But so it was a lot of up and down. And I feel that with with Arrow as well, uh, and that maybe that was to do with my expectations. I should never judge something based on my expectations, but um, I don't know. Maybe for this week. Legends, maybe just, 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 just edges out Arrow ever so slightly for week 20. I agree. Legends number one, Arrow number two. Well, 
What a big surprise. <laughs> I know, right? This is where we need Shocker. Ben here to yell at us and go, are you insane, clones? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we'll but be... he watched Orphan Black and he enjoyed it. So, you know, yeah, he maybe. might actually be on, on my side with this one. Oh, i tell you what, Ava's a far stretch from Tatiana Maslany. Imagine oh. if she was Ava and you'd be like, no, oh my God, I know. crossover. No. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Just a little bit of a reference. They'd never get her for a whole season playing another clone, though. She's typecast as a clone. Yep. She's forever cast in roles where she's playing, playing seven characters, all the same person. <laughs> uh, she could do it. She could do it. All right, we'll be back uh, next uh, podcast talk, week 21 of DC TV. It's another Legends Narrow week, so it's simple. Excellent. Hey, you know, we're in a good flow here. So back next week and check out all of our old DC TV podcasts, all of our Marvel podcasts, a lot of movie reviews going up, or our sister channel, Get Into Gates, talking Stargate SG-1. Is there new Stargate SG-1, you ask? No, it's nostalgic, guys. Jump on board, relive uh, how the awesome... the greatest hit. The greatest hits of Stargate, because certainly the new shit is not worth talking about. But it was a good podcast that we did on that as well. So myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Terry, where can we find you? Tez McLez on Instagram. And your business, if people want it internationally. Oh, so many. Uh, Gypsy Apotheca on Instagram and Tie the Knot Wedding Cords. It's very, very long uh, also on Instagram. Check it out. We'll see you back Bye. next week for more DC TV. Bye. Get into geek.com.